Hi, my beautiful people. This is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. And we are going to get into the astrological um, overview for Scorpio season. So to all of my beautiful, beautiful Scorpios, happy birthday. You guys know I love you so very much. Um, I am your sister sign, a Cancerian. For those of you who do not know, if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have been with us, which a lot of you have, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your dedication. Thank you so much for your love, your support. I get your emails. I get all of your goodies. I love you guys so very much. And I'm very appreciative. We've been on this journey for three years, going on three years now. So we've all grown so much. We've all gone through so much. We've all experienced so much. So we are definitely a tribe and a vibe okay so here we are without further ado let's get into the astrological dates let's get into some of the aspects that are going to be affecting us going into this this season which is going to be definitely a beautiful transformative one as I say about every season but this is a deeper one um it is very very much so deeply penetrating and I cannot wait to see and hear from each and every one of you about how it's been affecting you with our week three uh, of our autumn fast we're going to be going a little deep and we're going to be applying some of the things that we know work for us in this season um, as we go through so I'm very excited about that as well if you have not heard the welcome to Scorpio season episode please listen to that because I give you a lot of what I what's happening intuitively and what I am feeling is about to be occurring and has already began unfolding so please listen to that and then you can definitely follow up with any episode that you feel drawn to because hey whenever you want to listen to whatever I listen to my episodes I have to listen at times um I try to not re-listen to my episodes after it's released but sometimes it's in me to go and listen and get the validation or the verification that I myself need because I do trust um what is being said through me and I, I know that God is speaking through me and I can't even tell you how monumental that has been for me so Anyway, without further ado, get your pens, get your paper, get your tea, get your water, whatever you're going to be drinking on, because we are going to get into the dates. And as you guys know, for those of you who are new here, I've been studying astrology since I was 15 years old. I am 37. I have been studying astrology, astronomy. I have gone to school with a major and minor in psychology, sociology, behavior cognizance has been a lot of what I have utilized through uh, creating this podcast as well. So this is not just something that I've just, oh, I got a couple books on and read. Like I literally apply what I've learned and I also am continuously learning because astrology is so in-depth and so different many forms of astrology. So this is very, very, very much so just what's happening on the tropical land of astrology. If you're in the Southern hemisphere, the seasons would be different. So while we're in autumn season, if you're in the Southern hemisphere, you would be in spring. But so you may want to go back to the spring episodes and listen to those episodes, which I've gotten a lot of emails from you guys where there are a lot of you that are in the Southern hemisphere. Some of you are in the Southern hemisphere. I have South African listeners, guys, that is so beautiful for me. Oh, 
Y'all don't even understand how, how amazing that is. But I have people from all over, all over the world. And for those of you who are in the Southern Hemisphere, we are in our autumn season. So you would listen to, you can listen to any episode, of course, listen to them. They all apply whenever they apply because it's not just about astrology. It is life, right? But you can also listen to the ones from spring and that could very well be what you are going into or what you're dealing with now as well. So, hey, whenever you listen to whatever episode, I try to follow and flow within the season that I'm in. Um, and sometimes you are operating in the summer season when it is autumn or it is fall or whatever or winter. So wherever, however, whatever you want to listen to, please do. I hope that it assists you in navigating your journey individually. Okay. Now let's get into what I'm feeling. So astrologically, we're going to have a lot of things going on. As you guys know, there's already a lot of things going on, but this particular season is going to help you in exploring your unity consciousness. What does that mean? That means that how conscious are you of what it is you are unifying with? How conscious are you of what it is you're connected to? How conscious are you to where it is you're trying to go? This is about just deconstructing the doubt of you getting there, deconstructing if you have the capability to be there, if you are suitable enough, if you are deserving enough. It's unraveling this codependent type of energy. Scorpio is going to be really, really challenging you to live in your authentic truth because you're going to be a lot of it is internal. A lot of it is going to be showing up in an internal way, but it most importantly is going to be very, 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 very difficult for you to navigate through a lot of these ties because even though Scorpio, see, Scorpio is a water element, it is very fiery and it is about being, you know, creating this very stuck, not stuck, but very uh, stern foundation and it is not mutable. It is about fixing its ideas and fixing its mind and fixing its structure on something that is going to last. And so you're going to have to rewrite your subconscious. You're going to have to rewrite what you think about things without knowing that you're thinking about it. You're going to have to face your fears. You're going to have to face your anxiety, face your understanding of thyself, understand where you've been apprehensive out of fear. All of these things are going to come up for you and it's going to challenge you to embrace your worthiness. How worthy are you worthy beyond the things that you can do worthy beyond the ways that you can be worthy enough beyond what you can give to something or someone. This is about being all of those things and choosing to be all of those things for thyself. Right. One thing I will say about Scorpio season is we're going into eclipse season after Scorpio season. We are, we are knocking the door of eclipse season and we know eclipse seasons bring massive amount of change that lasts for six months. The last eclipse that we had in winter season, the Capricorn eclipse that happened in December 20 on December 26, 2020. Um, we felt those elements and that conclusion up until the cancer eclipse that happened um, in the summer of 2020. It was June 2021. Listen, eclipses come in pair in threes. OK, well, they come in pairs. So we're always going to have eclipse and then another eclipse. 
And then we're going to have a in the in the next upcoming six months from that eclipse season, there will be a partner eclipse to the eclipse that happened six months before it. So we are in a season when we're going into eclipse season. We want to be sure that we've done a lot of the work that we can get done ourselves before it is forced to get done for us. We do not want to be forced to make decisions that we know are, are beyond time to make. So this is about getting our shit in order. Okay. Just going to be real. This is really about getting our shit all the way in order because you're going to be held accountable for what you don't do and what you haven't done. Decisions that you know you're needing to make. In my episode for Welcome to Scorpio season, I spoke about a lot of the intuitive things that I was feeling during meditation. And one of the things that I kept getting was what's been on hold is moving forward, right? Whatever has been at this space where it's not moving, whatever's been at this space where it's not growing, where it's not evolving, it hasn't come through. You didn't think it was possible. You weren't sure. Oh, it's moving forward. And justice is being served. So whether that be justice on you or justice that you are issuing out, it's justice being served. And so we're going to have to be in that element. We're going to have to be in that aura. We're going to have to be in that space where we are preparing for what it is that we've been asking, working, praying and anticipating to show up because it's coming. And I keep saying that to you guys and I keep trying to prepare you, but I can't prepare you for things that are just inevitable, right? We just can't. But ultimately, the main thing is just understanding that it is happening. It is happening. Something, you know, choices are having to be made. Choices are definitely having to be made. Choices are having to be made when it comes to finances. Choices are having to be made when it comes to structures. Structures that you know you've outgrown, you know you have wanted to walk away from, you've needed to run away from. Um, this is just exoneration, right? This is completely exaltation in what it is that you are needing, what it is that you've been asking for, where it is that you've been trying to be that you haven't had the courage to go. Oh, you're going, you're going. And you want to be able to get there because you really have worked hard to get there, not because you're forced to be in a space you're not prepared for. And that's what this season kind of feels like. You're putting, you're being put in a space where you're not really, you you don't want to be unprepared, but you don't really know how prepared you are. And you're trying to just figure it out along the way, which you're going to have the time to do. But listen, you, Scorpio season is going to force you to be territorial in spaces that you have thought you were able to be free in. Um, I, why is this coming to my head? Cause I'm definitely not a part of this, but this is more so like if you're in a place that's free flowing when it comes into relationships, oh, open relationships or, um, polyamorous relationships or just whatever type of relationships you're in, whether it be a relationship where you're not really dedicated to the job, you're not really dedicated to the process, you're not really committed to anything. If that's just how you flow, you're just excited. This is going to be a very, uh, this is going to test that theory for you. So, oh, okay. You're okay with being open. Okay. Well, here's a test for you. Oh, you're okay. with not really having any structure. Okay. Here's a test for you. This is going to, put you in a space where you're going to need to step into your territorial 
outside and not in a possessive way, not in an oppressive way, but Scorpio has that ability to be that too. It has that ability to bring that out of you. It has that ability to make you want to be really, really controlling. And it brings up a lot of insecurities. It can bring up a lot of inadequacies or fears because it is a very possessive energy. It can be a very deeply territorial space where it doesn't like to share. Scorpio is not a sharer. Scorpio is, is very exclusive, very much so about not wanting to go outside of what it has or what it wants. It's, it's theirs. Once it's in, it's in it's period point blank. And so you want to be very careful uh, with this type of energy, but it's going to bring you up. It's going to bring those triggers up for a lot of people because where people have been too free, um, it has sabotaged a lot of the structure that's needed. And so it's bringing that in for you. So this is about acknowledging the parts that you haven't been honest with yourself. You haven't been really, truly um, transparent when it comes to emotions, when it comes to what you really want, what you really feel, what you're really demanding, where you you've been pretending to be cool with something. You've been pretending to be OK with the way or maybe it was OK at one point, but you're reaching a different point in your life where it's like, no, nah, it's not OK anymore. I don't really want that. I don't like working a job where I don't have a set schedule. I don't like working a job where I don't have a set income. I don't like working in a space where I'm not sure what's up or down. I like structure. I need a little bit of stability. And it's okay to be that way in versatility, right? It's okay that like for me, I am a very spontaneous person in some elements, but in some parts, when it comes to my foundation, when it comes to my home life, I'm not that spontaneous when it comes to my structure. My foundation needs to be set. My sound, my foundation and I'm willing to go to bat to war uh, a million times over to protect that. That is that territorial nature. That is that space where you're going to have to implement your boundaries and stand your ground and be clear where you stand and what you're not willing to negotiate on. And also where you may need to negotiate, where you may need to kind of just tap into Okay, maybe I've been way too stern. I'm way too territorial. But this this signifies a need to be that. Um, you're needing to be that. You're needing to step into that. You're needing to stand into that power because if you're not, um, it's going to cause a bit of delay, right? Um, this can also signify you needing to be a bit more selfish, um, and sometimes it could be selfless, you know, but it feels like there's just some people who may have been way too selfless. You've given away too much. You've done too much. You've overextended, overcompromised and over been overly concerned with others too much that you've neglected yourself. And Scorpio season is saying, no, I need you to bring that in. I need you to nur nurture yourself. I need you to dig into your tantric nat nature within yourself. I need you to explore yourself. Some of you are out of touch with your bodies. Um, in Scorpio season, I speak about that in the welcome to Scorpio season, some elements that it'll bring up such as your genitals, um, your intestines, some of you, your digestive system is just completely off. You're not really balanced. Listen to me. You're going to need to tap into that for you, because this is what I've experienced in life. When you don't know you or you're not in balance with yourself in any aspect of yourself, then you attract 
a match for that vibration. So if I don't know myself sexually or sensually and I'm not I'm not really comfortable with my body or I don't really like the way I feel about myself or I'm not really happy with what I look like, then this is something that I need you guys to understand. You're going to be met and matched with that type of energy. So it's important for you to be very aware of that and also important for you to know that. This is going to be the season for you to nurture that part of you. It may require you to be celibate or abstinent from any type of intercourse or any type of sensual things outside of you. This could be a, a season of exploration of self um, in all facets, understanding how your body works, understanding what your body needs, understanding what your body likes, what it doesn't like, exploring different herbal practices and herbal uh herbal additions to your vitamin routine some of you don't even take vitamins so that's going to be something that's going to come up for you too you're going to need to pour in this is a very fiery season so you want to eat things that give you that um that help your digestive system and one thing that i'll speak about in the week three auto um the week three autumn fast is i'm going to speak about different herbs that ignite what you need internally within this season. We're going to be working with the season. That's something that's so important. A lot of people are not understanding of their bodies and their bodies are lacking certain inner lubrication or inner, you know, fire and that flame and that passion and intensity. And that uh, for some of you, the aphrodisiacs that are supposed to be working on you don't work on you because your body is clogged up with things it needs to release. So you're going to need to find what works for your body in this season, mind, body, and soul. And when you do that, not saying that this whole season is going to be you being away from other people and not no, but it's, it's almost like the more you work on yourself, the more alluring and attractive you'll be to outside nature. And then the clearer you are internally, the more you're able to discern what is for you and what's not. You're not just giving your body to something that it feels like it lacks because it's craving it. It's almost like when you're having that sugar craving, it's because your body hasn't had the sugar, but it's really because your body is missing something else. So you're needing to find what it needs healthily, not just going to the sugar craving because that's what your body is saying it wants. Your body is needing something. It doesn't necessarily have to be what it's asking for, but it's needing something to soothe that craving and a lot of people when it comes to Scorpio season run to sex because they feel like sex is the cure but it's not just sex it's that tantric nation it's that sensuality it's that passion it's that connectivity it's that uh spiritual connection that is connecting you and it works through your body that way so you're needing to really explore all of those different facets of yourself. And that's what's going to help release you. That's what's going to help connect you. That's what's going to make you more free when it comes to Sagittarian season, because it's going to be that fire that you're needing to really elevate you and get you to that space where you're needing to get to. Okay. Now, for a lot of us also, you're in this space where you're going to be receiving a lot 
of your rewards. And I speak about this a lot in the previous episode also about the rewards that you're going to be getting. You're going to be receiving a lot of the rewards for the work that you put in, um, a lot of rewards that you weren't even anticipating or expecting. A lot of the things that are coming to you are things that you did not even think were possible because you had not really thought about them anymore. That's the power of manifestation. Also, you're working on it. It didn't happen for so long. You were waiting on it and then you turn your head and then boom, it, it appears. That is this type of energy. That is that type of freedom that you're going to be feeling because you're going to be showered with all of the things. This is your Thanksgiving season, right? Thanksgiving. That's what this feels like. Thanksgiving, giving you back what you've already moved in gratitude for giving you back what you've already been gracious for. This is you being rewarded for things in, in spaces and frequencies you didn't even know you possessed. This is unexpected money, unexpected financial blessings, unexpected rewards, unexpected foundational um, ab abundance. And this is very, very, very lucrative for you. This is an economic gain in some way, shape or form. This could be approval when it comes to a home, approval when it comes to a job offer. This could be acceptance of a job offer. This could be you choosing to, to all of a sudden, all these jobs you've applied for, they're just all coming in at the same time. And now you are, you know, negotiating what you want, choosing which path you want, choosing which strategy you need. This is you actively pursuing only what you've wanted to pursue. And now finally, after so much delay, it's all rushing in. This is the, the money that you've been asking for, waiting for, praying and hoping. And then it being more than what you've expected it to be. This is this is really a blessing season. Thanksgiving. That's the energy that it feels like. Right. Period. It just feels like a very. Beautiful. Right. Very beautiful, especially for people who give, 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 give. You give all the time and finally you're being rewarded for what you've already given. So that's beautiful. Right. Yes, it's very, very beautiful. OK, but again, you're at this space right now where things seem to be on hold. Things seem to be you're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. But that's OK. Understand that it's coming. Understand that it's happening. Understanding that it is unfolding for you and understanding that when it shows, it's going to be an overwhelming amount of emotion, an overwhelming amount of just complete happiness and peace. Because you've really, really accomplished and worked hard and been rewarded for everything that you didn't even think was happening. But right now you're you're waiting. You're waiting, but you're not just waiting in vain. You're waiting. And, and the important part about it is once you are waiting, if you are waiting for something, just relinquish the control of it. Kind of let it go. Just whatever. It's going to happen. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You worrying about it doesn't change that it's going to happen anyway. Right. So just know and just know that justice is being served for it. Just know that. Believe that and let that go. OK, so um, it also feels like this season is bringing a lot of rewards in relationships. This this autumn is all about relationships, all about love, all about fun funding and financial blessings and acceptance. It's like the jewels are in the midst of the chaos. So if you're just concerned with everything that's going wrong with you, you're not going to see the rewards that you're being granted. So just kind of hone in your 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 focus on what's happening right in your control. Right? Focus on that and just just do that because that's where your your 
blessings come in. That's where your happiness is coming in and your joy and everything. That's 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 what's coming in for you. Okay. But this does feel like an overwhelming amount of joy, peace, happiness and love and all of those things because you're digging deep and you're going within yourself. In Scorpio season, we're also going to speak a lot about the sensuality and the sexuality and how to embody the different versions and parts of yourself, especially as we're getting near this new moon that will be happening in Scorpio, because it's going to be a very passionate, a very sexual, very intense one. And I'll actually be I'll be traveling during that one, you know, to see the, you know, so be careful, be careful with yourself. You don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen, but we want to be in a space where we're welcoming it, right? That's what we want. That's what we want. So let's get into the dates. Um, that's the overall overview for it. There's a lot of beautiful things happening. There's a lot of uh, challenges that may show up, but the overall energy period point blank is it's working out for your good. There is some work that you're going to have to focus on doing. There are some things that you're going to have to focus on and hone in on. And that's okay because the reward is so much greater than the work that you're having to put in. Okay. So just trust that, know that, and know that everything, by the time these eclipses roll around, my head is ringing just thinking about it, but we're going to be in a different space. Not only are you going to be in a different space, you're going to be in a space where you are going to really, really, really feel everything that you've been working for and it's going to pay off for you, period. Okay, now get your pen, get your paper and let's get into these dates um, that are going to be very significant to these transits. I'm staring up my tea, guys. I got me some turmeric tea. So I hope y'all got y'all something to drink too, because, you know got to keep our bodies right and and good and I'll talk about that in the week three episode for the fast some things that we're going to be doing to make ourselves feel better this week and um, that's going to be a lot of our challenges through this season too. just work we're going to have to do the work physically but it's fun it's going to be fun it's going to we're going to get our fire going okay now I'm going to start on the date of when um, Scorpio season began, which was October 23rd in the Northern Hemisphere. And this Scorpio season signifies, as we know, a time for healing, right? A time for healing, a time for clarity, a time for understanding, a time for, um, learning of thyself, a time for, uh, I can't even mention Scorpio without mentioning the passion and the sexuality and the sensuality and the taboo and the mysteriousness and the the spirituality, uh, the depths of it feels like a speakeasy, right? (laughs) It's like like entering into the speakeasy. That's what it feels like for me. Um, Definitely. So, uh, yeah, this Scorpio season is. Let me write that down. Entering. I have to make notes as I'm as I'm speaking, guys, sometimes because um, I don't remember what I'm saying afterwards. Anyway, so this is a speak. This is this is about Scorpio season is all about learning ourselves, understanding ourselves, digging deep within ourselves and allowing ourselves to be um, an embodiment of that for others. Right. October 26th. Venus, which is the planet of love, the planet of (sighs) aesthetics, uh, the planet of 
it rules Taurus and Libra, which we just got out of Libra season. So Venus season is exalted in Pisces, which is a very mystical, very spiritual, very deeply, but yet uh, mutable energy, right? It rules what and how you love. It rules beauty and romance, money. Um, Venus is always known for the five senses as far as like the aesthetic wise, but it also rules finances. Okay. It has a lot to do with the finances, how you spend it, what you spend it on, what you do with it, what you want with it, all those things. Right. So with Venus being in Sagittarius, which Sagittarius is all about higher education. It is about freedom. It is about travel. It is about understanding um, thyself. It is fire, but it is also about knowledge and seeing and traveling and knowing and understanding and all of these different aspects of mutality when it comes to being an optimist and freedom seeking and all these things. Sagittarian is that. So when you have Venus and Sagittarian in a very close uh, square, which is Not going against. It is tension, though. It is a very uh, tensuous spot because there's competition. There is this sense of squaring off. Right. There's a sense of we're all close to this together, but we're trying to reconcile the opposites and trying to make a balance, trying to gain an understanding. And we have that going in Neptune and Pisces. Now, Neptune is the planet of illusion. It is the planet of dreams, idealistic um, energy. It has very mystic type, magical type energy, but it's beautiful because it also rules spirituality and it also rules relationships in a way and gives you this fantastical type of energy. And it loves to be in Pisces because it's ruled by Pisces, right? It's ruled by Pisces, but at the same time, at the same time with it being going against Venus in, in Sagittarian in this type of square, which is this battle. We're trying to create a balance. It's about creating a balance when it comes to what we want freedom wise, what we're loving on, what we're choosing to spend our money on, what we're choosing to engage in relationship wise, what we're believing, what is the, um, polarity that we have right we have to be very careful to not believe everything that we're seeing everything that we're hearing everything that we are thinking is true we have to be very careful because everything is not what it seems right everything may not be clear as we would want it to be so we're having to really dig deep and understand what it is that we are thinking we know and that could be very difficult especially when it comes to relationships um, in a certain sense because we're believing things that may not quite be all that it is. So we want to be very careful with judgment. We want to be very careful with fear. We want to be careful without making any random decisions. And I'm recording this on this day and I actually had this come up for me myself where it's like, okay, hold on. Don't, don't just go into thinking breathe, you know, and, and, it and just like that, it passed. So you just have to know that transits and tides and waves and emotions and things like that pass through. There'll be certain things that trigger certain things in your life, but that's okay. Don't react. Don't be so quick to react. That is something that Scorpio season is going to teach us all to be slow to react 
because you Scorpio needs to know Scorpio is very analytical and deep and, and, and it's investigative. So it's trying to get all the information before it responds because it is not going to regret how it responds. It needs to know that what it's responding to is warranting the reaction it's getting. Okay. That's on the 26th. Now on the 28th of October, we have Venus and Sagittarius forming a sextile with Jupiter in Aquarius. Now, for those of you who are not accustomed to the language, I'm going to break down what these words mean when I'm saying it to you. It's just, it's astrology talk, but sextile is an opportunity. It's a connection. It is it, something that is very harmonious. So coming out of this energy of tension, coming out of this energy where just two days ago, which is the 26th today. So just two days, three days prior, we're in this space where we're kind of conflicted. We don't really know what's what we're kind of trying to figure it out this sextile is going to make it very harmonious it's going to bring this sense of distinguishing balance with earth and water right and or fire and air it's making it balanced. So in this case we do have Venus and Sagittarius and Sagittarius is a mutable energy right is very mutable but it is fire and then we have it in Jupiter Jupiter is about expansion Jupiter is about its blessings its abundance it's all this goody goody stuff it's really it expands on anything it's connected to so good better and different whatever it is connected to it's going to expand it so with it being an Aquarius which is an air energy which is all about intellectuality it is all about I know it's about revolutionary type of aspects it's ruled by Uranus so it's sudden change it's sudden shifts it's sudden ways of thinking it rules the mind so it's sudden Sudden changes in the dynamic of our intellect. It is all kind of different ways. It also rules this nervous system, right? So it could make you very anxious. You could feel a lot of anxiety, so etc. and so on, right? But with it being so close in this harmonious effect in this harmonious space, it gives you this ability to be to come out of this tension with this harmonious effect, this feeling of wanting to unify, wanting to be collaborative deciding you know what I want to go travel it may be like I just said I'll be traveling next week to go see you know on on the new moon I'll be traveling to see my partner right I'm going I'm leaving and so this is traveling to make uh, this is connecting in a way that's supporting a union in a way that's traveling that's allowing you to um, expand and if you're not physically traveling you're mentally you're emotionally you're traveling beyond where you already are in a way that's unifying whatever it is you're connected in whether it be um how you're choosing to be social if you're choosing to get out if you're choosing to expand if you're choosing to share if you're choosing to indulge if you're choosing to collaborate in any kind of way this is a good day to do so because it gives you that friendly type of aspect that allows you to transition into whatever this adventure is that you're in anticipating on the 30th this is my mars return and for a lot of you you may have mars in uh <laughs> mars in scorpio i mean this is a very Listen, okay, Mars is the planet of it, it's ruled by Aries, okay, so it is very much so exalted in Capricorn. Mars is about 
action. It is about strategy. It is about fire. It is about going after what it wants. It, it has no time to feel it. It's just doing it. It is setting a blaze to where it is. It needs to go. It is assertiveness. It is strength. It is strive. It is a lot of energy. Tuesday is a, is its day, right? Very much so heightened energy in Scorpio. Okay. Now we already are in Scorpio season. So this is Scorpio. This is Mars in Scorpio. Mars entering out of where it was in Libra. I believe it was in Libra. Going into going into Scorpio. Listen. This is intense. This is action. This is passion. This is fire. This is indulging. This is choosing to uh, dig deep. This is choosing to find out what I need to find out. If there is anything I'm uncertain about, anything we're uncertain about, we're going after it. We're getting the results. This is also intensity when it comes to your sexuality, intensity when it comes to your knowledge of thyself and sensuality and going after what it is that you want. Anything you desire, anything you feel in that you're deserving of, you're going after it. You're choosing it. You're being bold. You're being loud. You're being rambunctious in a lot of ways. Um, but. But. It's different than when Mars is in Aries. So Mars is entering into Scorpio. Mars is exalted in Scorpio. It likes to be in Scorpio, but it is it's most powerful in Aries with it being in Scorpio because we have a natural nature of Scorpio being very secretive. Scorpio is mysterious. So normally where it would be rambunctious, it would be loud, it would be bold, it would be it has that capability. It will go there. It can go there. Don't underestimate the power of it to do so. But with it being in Scorpio, in the middle of Scorpio season, days away from the new moon in Scorpio, we can anticipate this being very secretive energy. This being a fire that's being under the surface, undercurrent. This is behind closed doors. This is um, this has the capability to be pretty toxic if it is in an environment that breeds toxicity. It can be disruptive. It can be um, manipulative. It can be controlling, pessimistic. It has that capability, but it also has this ability to be extremely territorial, extremely intensely passionate, um, just deep, deep, deep energy. So whichever way it is flowing, you want to be careful because remember, we still have Jupiter in Aquarius and Jupiter is about expansion. So it's innovation when it comes to how I am going after what I'm going after, how I am thinking what I'm thinking, but how I'm going to show you this extreme measures are naturally being taken because of the element that it is in. This is a ambitious strive towards where it is that it deserve. It feels like it deserves to be. So this is where you're going to need to be very careful and understanding of your deepest desires, of your deeper understanding of what it is that you're wanting, what it is that you're needing and how it is that you're wanting to go after what it is that you're craving. This is a very, very interesting energy because on the very same day we have Scorpio the sun in Scorpio, which we know the sun is ruled by Leo, um, but it's exalted in Aries also. 
the sun is not a planet um but the sun is the life force it's the personality it is your self-expression and with scorpio going against saturn in aquarius so we have jupiter in aquarius and we also have saturn in in aquarius saturn in aquarius Saturn, as we know, is ruled by Capricorn and it's exalted in Libra. So it's all about bringing balance, bringing structure, bringing discipline and order to Capricornian, Capricornian aspects, which is your foundation, which is your home life. It is your work life. It is the fundamentals of making that work. So it is your money. It is your um, work how you balance that, how you don't balance that, the lack of balance that's needed and what it is you're needing to do. This is about creating this sense of authority over your life in an innovative way that applies what you know intellectually to it, not just moving out of dominance, not just moving out of greed, not just moving because I feel like I need to or being stuck in my routine or stuck in my beliefs or stuck in my traditions. It's about innovatively choosing to look at something differently, communicating it differently and applying what needs to be applied in a different way that is beneficial. Now, with Scorpio, which is secretive, which is not, it's really fixed. It's in it, Aquarius is fixed too, but it's not, it's an air energy. So it's intellect. Scorpio is a desire. It's a feel, it's an action. It's me taking control. It's me choosing, right? So this creates a bit of, with a square, that is a, uh, you know, a square is not the most, <sighs> As I stated to you guys about the Sagittarian and Neptune square, this is conflict. This is tension. This is competition. This is uh, dominance. So it's my desire battling with what it is. It's, it's my desire um, battling with what I know to be true. It's my what I'm craving, battling with what I know I need and what I know is right and what intellectually makes sense, logically what makes sense. So this is your ambitious nature, your humanitarian nature, your eccentric nature, the ability to be conservative, your ability to be a leader going against what you need to look into, what you know you need to investigate, what you know you need to not respond to right now. You're needing to really, really build on. This can be in any area of your life. So this is creating moodiness. This is creating almost like a burden, burdensome. You want the freedom. You want to enjoy. You want to have fun. You want to go out. You want to do whatever you want to do. You don't really want to be this Saturn effect of keeping me in this space where I'm having to deal with my responsibilities. I don't want to deal with my responsibilities. I just want to be free. I just want to go after what I need to go after. I just want to do what I want to do. That is this type of energy. And so there's that type of battle within the same day. And then with Mars going in Scorpio, there's this there's this secret nature to it that that could bring a bit of deception. So you just want to be very careful that you're not moving out of deceptive nature, that you're, you're moving in a way that's really beneficial to everyone and everything that is connected to it. And watch out for manipulation. OK. Is that another? Yeah, that's it. So that's that's about all that's happening on the 30th of um october the main the, well yeah the 30th of october those are the main 
main aspects. And then, of course, we have Mercury on the 31st. Mercury is going to be trining, which is in a, a very trine is a is a close um, harmonious, as you know, like supportive space. We're going to it's going to be naturally connected. It naturally allows you to tap into your abilities and gifts. And it provides this lucrative type of energy to you that is moving into Jupiter. So this is expansion when it comes to and blessings and gifts and your gift of gab, being able to communicate your gift and experiences, giving you the ability to connect to people in a very easier in a much easier way, which is really, really beautiful and really necessary and really um significant to where it is that we're all headed right okay so then that is october so we're going to get into november scorpio season i'm trying to debate do i want to wait so okay no I'm going to do through the 4th of November to the new moon. And then I'll, I'll record um, November's astrological overview for you guys in a separate episode. Okay. So it'll still be Scorpio season, but we're going to finish up October right now. Okay. So Mercury entering into Libra, connecting with Jupiter in Aquarius is what I just spoke about on the 1st, uh, October 31st, going into the 1st. This is the final time that this aspect is going to appear. So it's going to make you very socially. Like I said, it's going to give you that harmonious type of energy that's going to make you feel like you're wanting to get out. You're wanting to, to be a part of society in a way that is helping you to move forward socially it's going to help you when it comes to determining contracts and contributing to commitments whatever you're wanting to commit to it's a very good day a very good time and it will work out in your favor because you're thinking clearly you're thinking straight you're thinking innovatively you're more open to other ideas you're more open to other ways of doing things and whatever it is that you are going after expands so this is the beautiful part of it just be very careful that what you're committing to is something you really want to be committed to and see out see throughout whatever the duration of what you're trying to get through whatever it is you're committing to but it's a very good time to negotiate deals and negotiate any type of commitments and contracts that you're going into on the 2nd of November we have Mercury that is currently in Libra going against Pluto in Capricorn we know Pluto is the planet of death rebirth and transformation very scorpionic type of feel to to Pluto in Capricorn Capricorn rules our fundamentals as I just stated it rules how you are Capricorn's known for I use like how does this benefit me how is it going to benefit the family how is it going to benefit my foundation how is it going to benefit what it is it's very leadership very ambitious very much so a cardinal energy that is very conservative when it comes to fundamentals right in nature naturally so this is the last face-off of these planets for the rest of the year which means we've had several different anytime we've had Pluto and Capricorn Pluto has been in Capricorn for a while now, beginning in 2020. It's been very Saturn in Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn. There's been a lot of different dismantling happening because of that. And so we've seen it play out externally in the world. We've seen our lives affected by it greatly by um, our foundations, our money, our jobs, a lot of loss, a lot of economic change. A lot of systems have changed and a lot of things have shifted. And um it has been a lot because of the as above, so below type of element, because there are things that have been 
structurally redeveloped and reestablished because of force. And so with this particular, um, with these type of energies, it is very, very natural for it to be a battle, very natural for it to be some type of fight, very natural for it to turn out to be something that is very much so not the best, <laughs> Uh, outcome because it, it creates this tension, especially with Mercury in Libra. That's all about balance. Like I'm trying to get an understanding. We're trying to gain some clarity. We're trying to gain a bit of understanding and we and peacemaker and trying to artistically develop new ways of creating this. And Pluto was like, listen, you know, this is about transformation. We need to transform. We need to just completely turn this shit down and do it over. We need to completely just rip this from the inside out and do it over. And Libra is like, no, like, let's not do that. Let's. <laughs> so there's this balance of how to get things done. You know, there's this balance of, yes, there needs to be some type of discipline here. But how can we discipline in a way if this is in, in ways of your job or ways of your um home life this is creating a balance a way that we can balance this out without feeling like we are being punished or that we're having to um like <laughs> create this combativeness because there's naturally going to be a combativeness when it comes to this because we're trying to create a, a structure a way that's more a uh, balance, the way that's more equal, a way that's more fair, but and 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 Pluto wants that too, but it wants to get it over and done with. Let's just go and rip this from the root and figure it out from the bottom up. And Libra is like, no, let's just kind of figure out how we can work through and just kind of get away with the parts that are completely rotten. And so that that could be a bit of a battle when it comes to um, communication in in that time. On the fourth, the same day I'm traveling, um, well, I'm traveling on the fifth, but you know, um, the, okay. So Scorpio, the sun in Scorpio is going to be a complete opposition of Uranus and Taurus. Uranus is the planet that rules spontaneity. It rules eccentricity, uh, freedom. Like I said, taking risk and Taurus is about, I have, what do I have? What, what is practical? It's very slow. Um, energy, but it is also very fixed. It rules finances and values, spirituality, simplicity. It is also ruled by Venus. So it is all about sensuality and it loves beautiful things. It, it's about what you are, what you have, what you love, all of those things coming into play. And so with the sun and Scorpio going against that, it is be very mindful of the sudden changes and shifts when it comes to things that you desire, things that you want, things that you think that you have, um, that you thought were more solid than they are. Sudden changes in anything that is not that is not really structured foundationally that is not grounded that is not really planted deeply um there could be sudden changes endings uh shifts when it comes to that when it comes to areas of your relationships or relationships with money your relationship with people career changes all those things can come into effect sudden changes or sudden desires for a change in those areas quickly it uranus is sudden it doesn't wait it doesn't give you time to plant plan or anything it's just doing it right um and then on the very same day, we have the new moon, new moon in Scorpio. We already know new moons are all about new beginnings. It's about structures, 
changing. It is about um, a blossoming of what it is that we have been working for, working on, working towards. It's about choosing, most importantly, choosing what we want to blossom, what we want to create. It's tapping into that type of aspect that's really fruitful, but we have to be careful because with the new moon in Scorpio, it is all about going deep and exploring the deep, dark uh, shadows of yourself that you've you've hidden from, you've ran from, you've tried to escape, you've tried to run from and hide from and held taboo. These are powerful transformations that are taking place on this new moon in Scorpio. And I'll speak about it more so as we get closer to it. But the new moon in Scorpio is definitely deep. It is definitely powerful. It's massive transformation that's happening on a core level inside and out when it comes to everything Scorpionic, everything that is our love life, everything that has to do with um, how we psychologically show up how we are choosing to show up sensually and sexually and dealing with the repercussions of our past behaviors and dealing with new beginnings and starting over and changing the trajectory of how we move going forward. All of these things are going to be brought up with this new moon in Scorpio, which isn't a bad thing. It's just a thing that's going to require a lot of us to be present. Can't run from it, can't hide from it, it can't escape. On the 5th of Venus, I mean, on the 5th of November, we have Venus that is going to be entering into Capricorn. Venus is the sign, like I said, the the planet that rules beauty. It rules um, romance and it rules home, you know, Um, domestic affairs, the unconscious things, finances. That's Venus and it's entering into Capricorn. Capricorn is all about the fundamentals. As I stated before, it is about. Uh, career, reputation, results, responsibility, practicality, making sure it makes sense financially, how we applying this to our life and in our world and in our home for the better. And so this is the second time this year that this particular transit is happening. And we're going to see the planet of love and money um, connected with the goat. Okay, so this will be here for a long time. Venus is going to be in Capricorn for a very long time. So this is going to be getting us to a place where we're choosing to be very serious about our money, about our um, about our money with institutions, about our relationships, about our partnerships, about how we connect the two, how we allow them to be a part of one in the same, what we're doing with it, how we are allowing it to help us grow and build and all things um, financially, right. It's going to really elevate us in this way. So with this transit, it's going to shift our mindset a lot. Um, and then on the same day we have Mercury entering into Scorpio. So this is going to make your relationships, your conversations, very intense, very mysterious, choosing to be more private about your commitments and your connections, searching for truth, developing, um, an obsessive way of showing up in a way, you know, so just be very careful that you're not doing that because 
we don't want to be overzealous and we don't want to be jealous and um, insecure and showing up inadequate. But we also want to be aware of what those things are triggering and why they're triggering them. So this is going to create a space for you to really be honest, be open and communicate it in a way that is going to help you move forward. So that is on the 5th of November. On the 6th of November, we have Mercury entering into Mercury. That's in Scorpio sextiling Venus in Capricorn, which means a very close uh, connection. It's collaborative. It feels good. It's harmonious. And this is going to give you the ambition that you need to make the professional connections that are going to help you with career. So this feels very much so like networking and developing intimate relationships, resolving old conflicts, rebuilding, re-strategizing, allowing it all to work together opposed to against each other. So this feels like a very good, a very good energy, um, very good energy going up into the first week of November with Scorpio season. So I'm going to leave that there. And then, um, I'll record when I record the November as astrological update for you guys, we will talk a lot about the remaining dates, um, for November because there are, it's going to get a lot trickier, more intense. Um, and we don't want to be, I just, I just, I don't want to overwhelm you guys. Okay. So this is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of, of changing and shifts for sure. But most importantly, it's going to help you to understand yourself in a way that you had not before, which is beautiful, right? Really beautiful. So this is your astrological overview for Scorpio season part one. We'll have a part two, of course, because we have November, which is a longer month. But I want you guys to be gentle with yourself. Uh, look out for the week three episode that I'm going to be releasing for you guys on tomorrow that will entail our assignment for the week going into Scorpio season. This is actually our going into our first full week of Scorpio season, which is very beautiful. Um, but we're going to be doing some things that are going to assist us with the navigation of this season for our own personal fast. OK, so this is your daily dose of energy. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support. I look forward to our further connecting on this journey and growing. And we're almost to the end of the year, guys. You've done it. We've done it. We are working very hard and diligently on ourselves. And it is very much so about us transforming into our better version of us while appreciating who we are today. So I love you guys. Thank you so much until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.